Today on ABC Devo, Too Much Paranoias. Welcome to ABC Devo. This is your favorite podcast. And why? Because it's the show where we take every single song by Devo and we order them alphabetically, and we discuss them alphabetically, one at a time, all the way from the fourth dimension to a wiggly world. I'm Tom Taylor. I'm Billy Baxter. Say hey, I'm Willie Mays. I, I wasn't expecting this, so I'm just going to say I'm Pete the Retailer. I'm sorry. No. Whoever you are, today we're talking about Too Much Paranoias from 1978's Are We Not Men?, we are Devo. Well, that's why I couldn't come up with a name. I was too paranoid. Yeah, see? Sure. I was like, somebody's uh, going to call me on it. Hey, I just got one question, though. Who's got my bone? <laughs> Somebody got my bone? Oh, no, I mean, <laughs> I think I got your dial tone. Uh, <laughs> well, somebody's got my bone. All right. I want to know. You mean the Jeff Smith comic book? Yes. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Someone's got my razzle. That's another Jeff Smith comic book, everybody. Gotcha. I thought you meant the drummer from uh, Hanoi Rocks. That uh, <laughs> nobody in. would ever mean that. <laughs> he would. Um, well, here's a fun backstory thing for this. Oh well, this is a Mark song. Written main lead vocals, some Jerry back. Um, uh, used to be slower. Uh, oh. And had different lyrics, and then uh, the. Uh, I guess polyvinyl chloride, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. some of those lyrics got folded into the existing lyrics and made the uh, made this eventually f- this this scone of a song. Um, but uh, so this this whole thing is indicative of uh, uh, apparently in the seventies, early seventies, uh, maybe in college, maybe just after college. Uh, Jerry was, uh, he played bass in a blues band. I think we've talked about that before. Mm-hmm. 1560-75, a.k.a. the Numbers Band. And uh, apparently the reason why he was uh, uh, not in in the blues band anymore, and he's the guy from Devo, is because they were just playing, trying to play a straightforward blues song, and he kept trying to like work in references to like fast food jingles and like (laughs) other just kind of, you know, Americana, like, uh, like pop culture stuff. And they're just trying to do like, you know, I'm tied to the whipping post. And he was just like, you know, 11 herbs and spices. And they're like, no, no, no. (laughs) All right. So I have a lyric. I have some lyrics questions for you guys. Okay. They're the words that you sing to the song. Yeah. All right. Well, that takes care of one of my big questions. Okay. Let me ju- let me just say that the the leader of the band who kicked Jerry out was the impossibly named Robert Kidney. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I always thought it was I've been dipped in double mint. Oh, me too. Oh, I think now that you mentioned, I think I did too. Hmm. You know. That's pretty good. All right. So that is not that's not just my uh, my crazy. Also, I thought it, I've always thought it was my mind's afraid to tell me the things I'm afraid of. No, you're alone. Ooh. Yeah, I kind of like that. Though. Yeah, no, yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty good though. <laughs> it's deep. Um, 
it, it I, uh, schizophrenia to join the paranoia. Yeah, no, wait, yeah exactly. Was saying my mind's afraid to tell me the things that she's afraid of. No, it, like my mind's afraid to tell me the things it's afraid of. No, because I, I like it if he's. If he's, you know, assigning a, 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 a <laughs> you know, sexuality, a gender to his mind, that's the opposite. Yeah. Of, uh, it's either things it's afraid of or I'm afraid of. I've always varied on that. I never thought it was my mama's afraid. Right. Um, I always thought he had a rectal pack. I have mm. to admit, and I didn't know why. <laughs> yeah. And I honestly never gave it much thought. I thought <laughs> that too. Yeah, oh, yeah. my gosh. Well, you know what? <laughs> I totally misunderstood that line. Wait, I think I got a rupto pack. Is that what he yeah, says? Yeah, which which is not a thing. I googled it. Only the song comes up. As I don't. Reference. I don't want to tell you guys what I thought he said. Well, you're gonna. Have oh, yeah, I'm going to. Here worse I go. Than rectal Three, pack? two, one. I think I got a rectal polyp. Oh, oh, oh. that is a little yeah. worse. Yeah, right. Even Sorry. though a, a rectal pack would probably be similar. Well, that, I wouldn't. That's how you would get rid of it. I think if you had a rectal pop, <laughs> right, you would you'd be, get prescribed get a rectal, a rectal, get a rectal, pack. rectal <laughs> pack. Just slap it right on there. It'll help. <laughs> Topical. <laughs> no, it's internal. <laughs> okay. Um. um hey. Um. Um. Oh, I'm trying to remember the song a while, a long time ago that had some lyric that was actually from. A jingle, mm. and it annoyed some of us, but I forget what it was. Polyvinyl chloride? I don't. Because polyvinyl chloride so. um, was a combination of this song and something else, right? Yeah. Yeah. Pieces of that ended up in here. Yeah. I think it was like, no, I think it was a much, I don't know. I'm not going to remember what it was. But I think, Pete, I think you were like, you liked the lyric, but then you found out that it was. Oh, oh yeah, 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 reference to some product. Oh, you're like, eh, oh well. I thought it was clever, and then I found out it was a reference to something. Yeah, yeah. That's literally my favorite part of the song is the reference to the commercial. Well, yeah, right. yeah. This I knew that yeah. that was a commercial. Yeah. thing that from the get go, so I'm fine with it. Yeah, I mean, fortunately for I guess fortunately for us, McDonald's stuck with that jingle for a good ten years. Mm. The jingles, the jingles, actually Burger King. I was gonna say that is Burger King. Yeah. They mentioned the Big Mac, but then they did the Burger King jingle. Oh. Have it your way was Burger King. Yeah, so two old beef patty, special sauce, lettuce, cheese. That was McDonald's. Mm-hmm. You're right. Yeah, you're yeah. right. I just remember those. I remember a really awkward Have It Your Way commercial from when I was really little. And it was like, who was it? It was an NBA player from the time. Uh, what's wrong with me? I can't think of who it was. And it was really awkward because they sing that jingle forever. While he's just standing there holding a burger, kind of going, yep, uh-huh, just kind of nodding. <laughs> and it keeps going on and on forever. And I, just I guess the napkins. Like, what? This is so weird. Oh, I wish I could remember. Somebody's going to post it on the – we'll just let that happen. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever knows what that commercial is posted on the, the Smart Thank Patrol. You. Thank it's you, not, It's It's like uh, – I just can't – I think he played for the Knicks, and I just can't think of who it was. It's not Julia Serving, Daniel. No, it wasn't Tin Xavier McDaniel. This is, this would have been in the seventies, actually. What I'm talking about, like really early, like I was really young when I saw this commercial. But anyway, um, yeah, the the way he sings "Have It Your," it's "Let Us Serve It Your Way." I love that part of the song. Yeah, it's a little bit like uh, like Charles Nelson Riley or Ethel Merman, or <laughs> right? Charles Nelson, Rip Taylor. Hopefully, it was a direct reference to Charles Nelson Riley. That would oh, make me even happier. 
<clears throat> no, it was more like Gordon Gale. <laughs> Sorry, who? Gordon Gale, uh, okay. Lucy's boss on uh, Here's Lucy, or The Lucy <laughs> Show. Right. God, Lucy. Miss <laughs> <laughs> McGillicuddy. <laughs> Uh, McGillicuddy, one of the funniest names. It is. Of course. It's really pretty terrific. <clears throat> uh, the, uh, so the, the title of the song, Too Much Paranoias, uh, is apparently, possibly, tell me how you feel about this, a reference itself uh, to the lyric from uh, the Sex Pistol song, Holiday in the Sun. Yes. Uh, oh. in which they say there, there's too much paranoia. Um, no, I don't know. Does, does that make sense? I think time-wise, uh, apparently also my Googling indicates that uh, the most popular uh, result, the top search results for Holiday in the Sun are, is, of course, the um, 2001 American direct-to-video romantic adventure starring Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. <laughs> oh, of course, of course. Um, and now I'm afraid to, I have to be careful because I'm typing "Holiday in the Sun" sex, and I have to make sure I keep going <laughs> yeah. and type "Sex Pistols" because I don't want uh, I don't want to accidentally put like a quotes, porn parody or quotes. something. The Olsen sisters' security detail will surround yeah. your door. <laughs> um, they're they're private army. They're the Olsen, <laughs> the Olsen army. Blackwater. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah so that uh does that make sense let's see this is that was released in october of 77 holidays in the sun and too much paranoia is, was recorded to album in 1978 so like who is like is it a is it just coincidence that or is it are they definitely saying okay this is uh and I, I couldn't find any examples, uh, you know, I couldn't find a direct like, oh, yeah, we named it after the Sex Pistols song. Like the only Devo Sex Pistols connection there is the way they wanted, you know, they <laughs> Richard Branson flew him to Jamaica and, and got them high and wanted, you know, Johnny Lydon was in the next room. Um, or but then there's also a picture, a photo of them playing a show, uh, Devo playing a show and they're all wearing the Nevermind the Bullocks T-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh. So I don't know. I don't know. Do you think they liked the Sex Pistols? Probably, right? I mean, they would have had to have. They were too anthemic not to like. I mean, they were too anthemic not to like. And without a, a uh, without getting into a complete chicken and egg scenario, I'm sure the fad that the Sex Pistols created with punk rock, a company, you know paid for a lot of Devo stage shows between 1977 and 1988 and 1978. Right. Like, if you know, they may not have been their favorite band, but like they were right. too iconic to not too iconic and too like kind of there to not be taken by them a little bit, I would imagine. Right. <clears throat> yeah. And it's too, it's up the, it's not like a different, they're often lumped into the same or similar genres and their their fans probably overlapped a bit. So I'm sure that yeah. they were at least pleasantly familiar with, if not mm -hmm. super fans. 
And I'm yeah, I was going to say, and I'm sure like the Public Image Limited fan and Devo fan were not that dissimilar in the like late seventies, early eighties, right? Um. Well, uh, so I don't know. Do you, do you think that? I mean, the timing on that, the t- the timing X on that is uh, is a little <laughs> timing a little ten. Ten, ten funny. Do you, do you? I don't know. Nobody will speculate what they think that is a direct reference. I think it's supposed to be. I mean, I, that's what I understood. I, I didn't know it was there's a question to it, but um, it makes sense to me. I mean, there also just could have been something in the ether, like, or that you know they heard it but mm-hmm. it didn't register that they heard it in the song, and then they're like, aha, I have a great idea for a lyric. Right. I mean, I'm, I'm sure they heard. Like, think about the atmosphere around the making of this record. And you got your Eno, you got your Bowie, you're in L.A., you're, who knows, you're hearing everything, probably. I'm sure, I think it's probably a direct reference. Like, and, and the fact that they changed it ever so slightly seems like a little, you know, kind of cheeky. Thing yeah. to do for them so um to me it makes perfect sense and i can see why like i'm not the biggest personally i'm not the biggest six pistols fan um well you're not I can 16. imagine yeah and and right. it's not 1977 and I, I i i could totally see back then though not even being that big a sex pistols fan but kind of kind of got to be into what's going on around it it's like this big phenomenon you know phenomenon going on and it, it's a lot of fun the anarchy of it or the supposed anarchy of it you know um, it would probably be a lot of fun, and I, I could see them getting into it just a little bit at least. So, I mean, to me, it makes perfect sense. But they would also kind of maybe be making fun of it just a little bit, too, because that's what Devo does. Yeah. I don't know. Hard to tell. We have to call up uh, Jerry and ask him. Yeah. Or he's Hello? Which, which Jerry is that? I thought you can do a. Uh, Lewis, why do you ask? Okay, there you go. <laughs> um, the uh, so yeah, I, I also love the like kind of wildness of this, the way it goes For all sure. over. Mm-hmm. Uh, outside of the lyrics, though, musically, it's it's very kind of like it's fun. Um, it goes oh, yeah. it goes all over. There's jagged edges that I'm always wishing that other things had. This so this one has those in spades. Oh yeah. And it's almost—I mean—I don't mean this is a, in as backhanded a way as it's going to sound, but this is a song that's challenging you to like it. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, Joe, I have a specific memory. I forgot who who it was, but we were at something, and there was a band playing, and they were like, you know, typical kind of like '90s New York experimental, mm-hmm. you know, experimental guitar and whatever else, and lots of noodling. And I think you like you leaned over to me and and you you were like. You know, this is kind of like too much paranoias, but not in a good way, or something, <laughs> something along those lines. And our friendship was sealed. Yeah, there you go. See, I think to make a comparison, I've made with other Devo songs. I think if you sped, maybe if you sped this up just a little bit more, and took out that weird breakdown in the middle where the song literally breaks down, and made it like a guitar bass solo, this would totally totally be a Minutemen song to me. Like mm-hmm. this has a real Minutemen feel to me, but it doesn't, but it, you know, it isn't as interested in you liking it as a lot of the <laughs> Minutemen songs. Wouldn't, that's not exactly a band that I think was looking for a lot of approval necessarily, right. but this song is definitely, I'm with Joe on that. It's definitely fighting you a little bit. It's, it's saying it doesn't care whether you like it or not. And 
I, I like it a lot that way. But I def, I get a vibe like a you know a little West Coast punk vibe from from it. Mm-hmm. A little bit of anything. Oh, certainly. This is one of my uh, first Devo songs, actually. Now that I think about it, hmm. that wasn't Whip It. I think I mentioned Ooh. like way at the beginning. So my cousin be made your me a tape. Second. Yes, it was my second. Well, maybe it could have been my third. We don't know. No, my cousin made me a tape uh, a thousand years ago, and I just had a bunch of random stuff. I had a bunch of Neil Young. I had a bunch of uh, I got Einstein's and Neubauten on it, <laughs> and it had a bunch of Devo on it. And this is one of them. Is like, and it was yeah, it was one of those experiences of like, oh, Devo, that band with the hats and stuff. Oh my gosh, wait a minute, too much paranoia. Whoa, what's going on? Okay, this cool. is more than an Isuzu commercial. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't play this on M Television. <laughs> I like how you figured out the TV stood for television, but you weren't quite there yeah. with what the M was for. Could be anything. Mm. Macaroni television. Oh yes. boy, I wish. Yeah, no, seriously. Um, yeah, this. Um, I I could see that this is this is definitely not Devo 101. Like I said, this is advanced level. Mm-hmm. Um, although ironically, for it's on their first album, but it's, oh, yeah. it's not Devo 101. And it is, I mean, on the first Devo album I bought, which was yeah. their first album, right? And I liked it. It wasn't like, well, I was really digging this band, then I got too much paranoia, and I said, whoa, <laughs> no, not, not for in my me. backyard. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're putting this back in its jewel box and putting this on the shelf. <laughs> and you're going to your room. Yeah. Where's my copy of Dare to be Stupid? Yeah, I think I go back and forth on this. Sometimes I might not be in the mood for it. And like those the, the, the things like, it, you know, the song Breaking Down is the type of thing that sometimes will trip me up. Like, you know, mm-hmm. unusual time signatures and, you mm-hmm. know, like song breakdown, you know, time changes you know like or abrupt kind of you know uh, structural breaks in songs sometimes that can easily trip me up but i think this has enough going for it that i like it i'm I'm okay with all that even though looking at it now also again like as we said like most of these lyrics i probably didn't know (laughs) yeah correct yeah definitely not i knew the part i mean the big mac attack yeah the commercial pickles yeah yeah I've been stuck by static cling. That was like the only other line that I remember. That was the only other line that I'm happy to see I did hear correctly. <laughs> well done. Yes. Um, just because, yep. Because static cling was a big problem, not only in the 70s, but well into the early 90s. Oh, yeah. I mean, Absolutely. it was second only to ring around the collar. As far oh, yeah, ring around the say, collar. We, you know, we finally solved the ring around the collar problem. Like somewhere Our national in the nightmare 90s. is over. I don't know whether we've just, as a culture, given up on static cling or whether that's done with, because I've never really been afflicted, um, and you don't hear about it like you once did. Well, well, I'm going to venture a guess about this, Joe. I believe it has to do with the types of fabrics we're wearing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're, far, they're far better than they used to be. Static cling was a real problem when polyester was everywhere. Ah, uh, yes. go out on a limb and say that it has something to do with that. Yeah. But I'm, this, is not, this is all speculation. I, I have no expertise in this. John but, is not a scientist, uh, nor is he a, uh, a garment I, expert. I've never, met, <laughs> met a, I've never even met a scientist. Right. Um, hey, I, you're a meta scientist? I, mm. I'm a meta <laughs> have scientist. you met a Scientologist? 
Uh, yes, always. It's constantly on the street. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad we got to talk about fabric setting yeah. a little bit here. <laughs> it's something, something that needs to be discussed again. Well, I mean, I also think that's History. so... Many, so many detergents have, like, fabric softener now built in, which, you know, eliminates flame. Mm-hmm. I, I still use the, fat, the dryer sheets. I mean, that's uh, why. I also, I, like, I find the scent to be pleasant. Yes, and the softening part, you know. Mm. That's also it's not just for static cleaning anymore, you know. Mm. We've come a long way with laundry. <laughs> We've come That's a what long we're here to say. way with laundry. That's like <laughs> making that up. Uh, well, hey, you know what I came a long way with? Spotify. Oh, I put what this in the old potato machine. Do we give this grades yet? No, we haven't graded oh, this. Back up a second. It. Back up, folks. Whoa, oh, my whoa, whoa. God. Come on, come on. Sorry. <laughs> Jump the gun. Uh, song breakdown. Do, 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 do. Uh, I like this song a lot. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't sure how much, but uh, my current mood, I'm giving it an A minus. <laughs> Sorry. Edward G. Robinson has joined us yeah. uh, <laughs> on the podcast. Edward A plus Robinson. Yeah. A minus Robinson. Yes, that was my Edward G. Robinson. I felt like the appropriate response. <laughs> Who's next? Um, I'll go. I'll give it an A plus. I love this song. I think it's a full on classic. I think it's yeah, the, big, I... the big A plus from old Johnny here. I can't disagree mm. with you. Old A plus John. I give it. Uh, I'm an A plus Tom because I give it an A plus as well. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of vacillating between an A and an A plus. Um, and the only reason I would kind of go to an A would be. Because it's not 101, and then I think, should it be an advanced, really limited? Should no. it not trying to appeal to the rank and file, the you know the working schlub on the bus? Should that really discourage it from getting an A plus? And then I decided, no, it shouldn't. So therefore, A plus from Joe Mazel. Wow. Nice. I, I feel like cool, he, like me I and feel John. like a sucker now yeah. for give, only giving it an A minus. Listen, sucker. <laughs> You're a real oh. girl you want, you know that? <clears throat> <laughs> well, still, it made the yeah, uh, made the A side. Made the, the playlist. Oh, yes. We love the song. It's a good, it's a winner. Mm. It's a winner. Um, oh, I'll show you a winner, right, Brain? And now, the on Wung. No, and now the, uh, <laughs> the I run it through the Spotifyer. Uh, too much paranoia is the other next song, the next couple of songs that it brings up. Um, it's too little paranoia. It's just enough paranoia. <laughs> uh, Goldilocks paranoia. Mm. Uh, Dropout Boogie by Captain Beefheart and his magic band. That uh, guy's got to shut up. Sherlock Holmes by Sparks. Mm. I mm. like that song. Mm. Blank Generation by Richard Hell. Classic. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monitor, Susie and the Banshees. Electrocutioner, Electrocutioner by The Residents. Ooh, nice. We haven't had the residents in a long time. Did you see that whole thing with the the guy who passed away, the main resident, and then? Uh, uh, you mean my upstairs neighbor? <laughs> yeah. Uh, the uh, it wasn't. This is just recently, just like, and it was like kind of quietly, like, like the guy died and was revealed, like his his identity was revealed. The main resident. Huh. Um. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I, I just, 
maybe it was a weird dream, but I thought that that guy was uh, <laughs> recently revealed, and I was I was intrigued. Hmm. All the all the other rumors, you know, he wasn't Mike Nesmith. It turns out. Um. Anyway, what were we talking about? There you go, Ashtray Hart. That's down there later. Uh. Oh, out of quick curiosity, how big is the Sparks discography? It's pretty vast. It's very big. All right. Because I was about to say, we've gone through like 50 Spark songs so far in this crazy little show of ours. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they've been releasing albums regularly since... 70? Yeah. 70. I think 70 or 71. Huh. Um, and well, nonstop, pretty much. <clears throat> nonstop. All right, well... We're not quite nonstop. We're going to take a little break. Uh, over the weekend here, you can go listen to ABC Diva Weekend Mutation. Hey, you um, should. I think there's one coming up this weekend. If not, oh, it was last weekend. You can go back and listen to it. Um, or if you're like, uh, you know, you're, you're uh, like a survivalist or something, you're, you can you like to ration things. Maybe you only listen to two songs each weekend of the Weekend Mutation. You listen to two songs and you're like, I'm going to save the rest. Oh. Um... More restraint than I have. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that. No, see, I'm the one who. Well, I don't know if I could do it with podcasts. I can do that with other stuff. Like Alex is always yelling at my co-host on my other show. Whenever we travel, he's always yelling at me. Like you can't understand how I can make you know like a bag of gummy worms last for more than like you know 20 minutes. <laughs> I'll just be picking at it the whole trip that we're out there. Um, it's impressive. It's most impressive. <laughs> uh, so anyway. Take a uh, take a break. Go listen to some other stuff. Uh, we will be back here Tuesday. Our last T song, "Triumph of the Will." I spoiled the, the suspense, but it's, uh, it's Tuesday here on ABC Diva. Hold the pickles. Give me a break. I sure need one. <laughs>